that you really think sh you should be thinking about stopping. My ass feels like a blowtorch. Thanks a lot, Vance. Yo, what up? This is Dose 2, Club Zoo Crew. Haven't had sex in four hours, man. Looking for the next one. I sound so stupid on the recording. Breaking my heart, asswipe. Vance, Vance, get your hands off me. Give me back my lighter. Look at my brother. You're a good looking dude. This guy, dude, is always beautiful. Heck yeah. Any excuse, no matter how valid, only we can secure it. People are going to listen to a lot more Stevie Ray Vaughan. And crime time. Um, just take one drop on your tongue and wait and see what happens. Show him about to spray paint some walls and uh, get down. This is DJ with Wilson Music and Dispute Mute. And crime time is the shit. I want this two hours of my life back. 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 Vance Parley, studio action, representing Crime Time, part-time counselor, full-time lover, and I got a big appetite for a midnight flight. So thanks for your ears. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. So in the late 80s when you started, most kids weren't even born yet, and I think I was probably watching reruns of Stand By Me. So what year did you get this thing going? started tagging in 1987. I was a tagger for a long time. Or drawing letters and stuff, maybe around 91. I mean, that was a long time ago. It's pretty remarkable. What initially influenced you, or who? A couple writers here, they were from WCW Crew, which stood for uh, World Class Writers. See them up around my neighborhood. and uh, Well, I met this guy named Deep One from New York, and he schooled me on going all city. Uh, then I, years later, I met this other guy, Lotus, from Los Angeles, and he schooled me on PC. And then, again, I saw that movie, Style Wars. That just got me hooked. I was in. It's saying that the kids run the subways, that the system is out of control. Style Wars definitely influenced a lot of guys to get rolling. What do you think about someone that hasn't seen it or even heard of it? Is that punishable by death? That, I'm not sure. I think that there's a lot of movies nowadays for the Internet. Is the internet an asset or a setback? I think it's kind of like fucked up graffiti altogether. Uh, I liked it before, how it was more underground. You know, you were like a little underground hero that everybody wanted to meet. But now it's just so exposed. It's definitely a little bit overexposure, like a topless dancer. But there's got to be some words of advice or wisdom you could give the young guys to overcompensate for what the internet has done to them. Basically, you just got to, you know, develop your own style. Go with it, play with your letters, you know, never side bust anyone, never bite at anyone's stuff, you know, and, and just try hard to, like, worry about yourself and not worry about what the next man is doing or just stay positive and keep your head up and just you'll excel with time. Fame is probably the main motivation for most artists nowadays. Do you think that's the right attitude? I mean, different ways. I mean, you got... Guys that, you know, just paint the streets. They want that street fame, city fame. You know, you guys got that worldwide fame. Where Some are just like legal wall painters. And I mean, that's cool to a certain extent. But be a well-rounded writer, like do it all. Is painting a good way to meet women? And do graffiti writers actually get laid? 
Oh, most definitely. It comes with all kinds of goodies. You're like a graph icon superstar from doing what you love, you know? One rumor that's been bouncing around like bosoms on a trampoline is that you would put up a girl on your piece, buff it out, put up another girl. So by the end, you've had three flicks of two or three different girls you put up on the same piece. Is that a true story? Yeah, that's a true story for sure. Besides playing Boggle and Battleship with your wife and kids, what other interests do you have? We did a lot of Spanish traveling, hiking. Besides putting paint executives' kids through college, what contribution do you think you've made to graffiti? Maybe paving the way for other younger writers, giving someone influence to paint more graffiti and paint a harder style. That's a solid, humble answer. Um, You can't mention you without talking about a couple crews, but let's start with RTD. The history, the birth, lay it out. Started in 1991 here in Denver, Colorado. Bus hoppers at first, and this was before all the internet stuff. Back then, it stood for Realize the Deafness and uh, Ready to Dominate. A couple of other writers uh, moved out here. Jer from California. Uh, we started seeing each other up. We met, clicked, and then, you know, the crew got bigger and bigger, little little by little. And then Menace, he went to uh, the B-Boy Summit in San Diego in 96 and met, like, Fice and and Caper, and Pez, and Equis, and then also met like Suge, Act, Petro, they were from Albuquerque, so they would come down frequent to paint trains, and like we met like the whole Southwest, then we started branching out, meeting other different people like Chicago, San Diego, San Francisco, and it just started spreading. Is there any type of ritual or sexual act that an artist has to do in order to get an RTD? What is the requirements nowadays they want to get an rtd they have to do at least 30 fill-ins in that city that they're trying to rep from definitely have to have some strong art skills been in the game for a while you know not have any kind of beef got to run a history check on them like a background check you shitting me yeah if i'm serious man because some of these little dudes man some of them are real good but at the same time you just be like crew hoppers yeah, definitely. You sound stone right now, but I got a question. Did you think weed would ever be legal anywhere in this country? Are you surprised? Not, not in my lifetime. Like, I always see them pass the petitions around, do the thing at the Capitol, but I never thought in my lifetime that I would see that happen. Well, I hope I don't offend you, but can I ask a personal question? That's cool, man. Like, ask away. Do you really stuff more animals than a taxidermist? Did I stuff animals? I meant female animals. Sorry about that. I think I probably should have specified before we went on record. <laughs> yep. <sighs> it was a good ride. It was a lot of fun times. Everyone knows you have the sexual hunger of a 17-year-old adolescent male. So how is it that your graffiti libido is the same? Personally, I just like seeing myself up, either it be in tags in my city or pieces on some panels, you know, going out to paint on a real stressful day, you know, it brings ease to my soul. I mean, the smell of paint and those freeway lights, and then to see it the next day, like, pow! Like, Can you think of any events or jams that uh, you had a good time at? Every time I go somewhere, I have a lot of fun wherever I go, man. It's, it's always a good time, you know, like, I'm going to Indiana to visit 
Chance and Sacred for Subsurface. I had a great time, man. The guys from Chicago came down. We rocked this wall. Like, one year when I went to Scribble Jam, 2003, I believe, man, I had a blast. It sounds like you've had a great life and you've definitely partied down. I'm sure you've torn holes in hotel walls. But uh, what do you think about someone that goes the other direction, someone that doesn't drink or party down? No, I mean, I respect people that don't drink or don't do anything, you know what I mean? Hey, more power to them, you know, if they could stay straight and still rock some style and do some burners, hey, more power to them. I'm not mad at them. <laughs> not at all. You've definitely knuckled up, man. You're like an enforcer in the NHL. But do you still handle things that way, or is it time to calm down? I mean, now I'll, I'll try to like talk about it, see what's, what's going on, what the problem is. Most late-night graffiti artists like to snack on fast food. It definitely seems like you got a heavy iron diet, too, with all the trains you're getting. Is that what you mainly focus on? Uh, I mean, I like it all, you know. I like If it's an illegal spot, but it's pushed back, you know. If I, can, I think I can get away with it. I'm going to try to rock a little burner back there, you know. I mean, it only takes maybe five more minutes to like rock something nice instead of you know just rocking some quick ass like two color shit if you do like maybe five six colors you know it just takes a little bit more time and it comes out more bangers graph is fun it's a lifestyle but sometimes people take it a little too serious maybe even too far yeah sometimes especially like other people they take it to that like gang banging level and i mean like we just like graph we like painting art because for ourselves I know I don't know you that well, and I don't mean to go creep factor seven, but have you ever had two sisters at the same time? Not sisters, but yeah, two girls. Oh, Lord. That would be oh. shit. That was shit. <laughs> Seems like every asshole with an alias has a sticker now. Do you have your own sticker? Yes, sir. I sure do. Should every writer have his own sticker? Yes, definitely. I mean, like, I don't know. I, I like the old school way, you know, like, I like how everybody had that little hand style, you know, everybody was trying to push their little style out there. That shit's dope. You know, laughter is kind of a drug, man. It feels so good. You think that graffiti could use more humor? Oh, yeah, definitely. I definitely think so. I mean, but that's just some people's personality, you know what I mean? Like, some people are just, like, making jokes, joking around, you know, but some people are just real dry and whatever, you know, but you can still get a laugh out of them, you know, at times. I just try to have a good time with laughter. You know, graph is fulfilling, but people still quit every day. What are some of the reasons, man, people check out of this shit? Family, they get married, they go to the service. There's just all kinds of shit that happens in graphiters' lives that get in trouble, you know, start hanging around with the wrong people, positive or negative. But, you know, some writers, they just stop, you know. So what in shit's name happens to us after we pass on, man? I mean, do we join A2M and become worm food? Do we go into some time portal? Are we reincarnated as another life? What happens, man? Fuck, dude, I have no idea, man. I'm fucking... I don't know what the fuck happened, you know, but, Lord, I'm going to be like, Lord, I have a beef streak in my pocket. <laughs> it seems like you're blazed 84.3% of the time, and so is Willie Nelson. Do you like any Willie Nelson songs? No, I never listened to Willie Nelson. I mean, I've, I've heard his stuff back in the day, but I don't know. I've, I've never heard his stuff smoking weed. 
Yeah, he loves that shit, man. He loves yeah, that he shit. Does. He's, he's he, got caught, like. Oh, he gets caught all the time, man. He's like good old Willie. Willie definitely had a great, well-rounded life. I mean, married a few times, kids, made some money, didn't pay taxes, suffered, loved. I mean, did a little bit of everything. Rode around in the honeysuckle rose. What a badass. Yes. My dad was an iron worker, and I'm an iron worker now. It seems like we pass things on to our kids or to our brothers and siblings. Do any of your other family members paint? My math, they try to get into it, but they didn't, like my brother didn't let them. If you could encourage them or discourage them, what do you think you would rather do? I, I would leave it up to them, you know what I mean? But I would tell them that, you know, you're going to get in trouble. You're going to get caught because you're only human. You're going to make a mistake. 532, you're assigned to a vandalism case that happened. Did you copy the final button? You know, and then you're young. So you're definitely going to get caught, and that's when you, you know, recognize or see if you're going to write again because that second time they're going to hit you harder, and if they catch you again, they're going to hit you fucking twice as harder as the, the first two times. You know, I mean, it's not always going to be uh, bright lights and you know shiny times. You know, what advice would you offer to someone that is caught up in a legal entanglement? Yeah, you just want to shut your mouth and always deny everything. Even if they say they have video of you, let me see the footage. You know, there's been a couple of times in Texas where, man, I got caught red-handed. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. So it was always be because I was faded. So, but a couple of times, man, I just went with the, I just rolled with the punches. And I was just like, man, I'm not, I'm not guilty, you know? Like, I want to see the tape. I want to see the camera. There was one where it was a store. It had a camera pointing at me. And then, uh, like, like at the time, I thought it was like a real dim light, you know what I mean? And I went by there when it was, uh, when it was at night, man, that shit was bright as hell. You know, I went to jail that night. I got so lucky, dude. I don't know how this shit happens, but I remember I was faded and I threw the can under the car, right? And the can rolls and it just goes up in the back of the tire. So the cop is shining the light underneath the car, looking for the fucking cannon. He doesn't see it. Oh, my God. So I got lucky. They couldn't prove it, you know. There's definitely a lot of encounters like that where it's just kind of a miracle that you slip to the cracks. It's pretty ill. It seems like at your job, if you perform well, you get a raise. Uh, if you treat your woman good, maybe you get some more sexual favors. But in graph, it doesn't seem like there's any rainbows or gold or trophies, ribbons, nothing. You could go all city, all world. Yeah, you don't get no trophy or you don't get any kind of gold star or nothing. I just, I guess you just feel good. You're just like, fuck yeah, I did that. A lot of beasts out there. There's a lot of graph writers that just murder shit. Wow. I mean, people are going to remember that shit forever, you know? One of the paybacks is definitely it's like a medicinal drug and like i mean when i go paint metal it's just like the air in the night it's like fucking yellow looking like lights you know it just gives you that feel it's just do you ever get like a celebration meal after a fat burner at 2 a.m celebration meal yeah maybe man no 
maybe like some tacos at the late spot. Fuck it, if it's in the area, like I'll go to a little pizza spot like late night, you know what I mean? But Fuck yeah. That, we just have like smoke like a victory joint. <laughs> you know, the old days of trains, every car was open. You could hit any type of car you want. Nothing was burned out yet. Uh, there's a lot of respect on the rails as far as the numbers and stuff like that. A lot of that's changed, man. Is it even worth going and get a train anymore? I don't know, dude. I just mainly do it for me, you know. Like I, I like to see it up. Like if if I see it somewhere else, I get hyped. I'm like, oh, you know. Like I get all excited, and then I remember where I painted it and everything, you know. I saw one of your freight drones a couple of years back, and there was a quote on the panel. It said, "I lied to Oprah." I mean, what the hell does that mean? We were we were, we were in San Antonio. We were about to leave. To, to go to the yard and I had I was watching something some black dude was like man I lied to Oprah and I was like oh shit I'm gonna write that on my train tonight that shit was fucking funny you know it seems like you steadily write quotes and stuff to inspire people or make them laugh you never know if like someone having a bad day you know what I mean like they got fired that day or something and stopped at the train they're already pissed off so they see that, and they see, like, one of my quotes, and then, man, maybe it'll make them laugh or something, you know? Any quotes worth mentioning that you've put up in recent years? My back is strong, and my stroke long. Jeez. <laughs> oh, this shit funny. That's so good. I'm double stacked right now. Yeah, humor yeah, definitely goes a long way. Every guy wants a real redhead or a squirter before he dies. But what about graph, man? Is there something you really want to get accomplished that you haven't yet? I need to do a couple of whole cars that, have, that are burners, you know? Like a regular panel piece, but like just like the whole car. But definitely quality over quantity. Have you painted any pieces where you're just like, you know what? I shouldn't have left the house tonight. For some reason, it's just not working. It's not on. Man, sometimes I've, I've done some, man. It's, and this, again, you know, I was faded. I don't know, man, like, uh, fucking, I, I took, and then I took some Adderall or some shit. Oh, my God, dude, I was so fucked up, dude. And then, like, we went to the yard, and I started using that Hunter Green, like the tall Russell. Oh, my God, man. I mean, it didn't look that bad, you know what I mean? But, oh, my God, dude, like, it was just, it's just those drunk ones. Like, I did a couple in Memphis when I went out there. Like, oh, uh, hideous, bro, hideous. I've seen you put up NG. Tell us about that. How you got involved, how you met up with the guys, and what that shit's all about. The NG guys, like Pez and Caper and Feist, like I met those guys. Got down with NG in 95, and one of our guys went to Arizona and met them and networked with them, and then brought them out here. So it was pretty fresh, man. Like, And when I met, when I met Shug, it was real fresh, because I was like, the menace was telling me, man, this guy's a freight king, man. Like, you know, he was killing it in the Southwest, you know, Santa Fe and all that. So I was like, oh, shit, that's crazy, you know. I heard you mention menace twice now. Uh, that dude was definitely crushing metal pretty damn hard and definitely had a good style for it. Like it was made for trains. Uh, like when I moved back to Denver, I tried to get menace on it again. I was like, man, I'll, let's go. I'm like, I'll get you your colors, you know, I'll get you all your paint, like, don't worry about it. He's like, man, I don't do that shit no more. And I was like, man, just one, bro, like, come on, dude. 
Yeah, man, dude was tight. I miss his stuff for sure. Me too, man. And then th- there was another guy from Utah, man. I remember he used to write Sledge. Damn, that's so, yeah. Him and Menace used to write each other. There's definitely a whole conversation we could have just with guys that were painting in the 90s. But what do you think about some of the new writers that haven't heard of guys like Menace or Sledge or some of the crews that you're in or some of the writers you've met back in the day? They definitely better do their homework. I mean, guys' names from the 90s or even early 2000s trying to write it now. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, What's the main component missing today? I think nowadays there's no style, you know? Like, I don't know, man. These kids nowadays are just doing, like, simple styles, but then with a little color scheme, and they're calling that a burner. I'm like, no, man. You have to do, like, some style in there. Like, add some little funk, you know, whole different time, you know, it's a different era nowadays. It's, some guys still have that old school style, you know, but other guys just do like simple ass, I don't know, it's just a trip, you know, like, that shit is horrible. You know, like the Beatles, I'm sure a girl has done what's called the twist and shout, but would you like to give any shout outs? All right, first and foremost, I just want to thank the God Almighty and also to my mom and dad. Also to the, my RTD's crew, Nitty Gritty, Restrust, and peace out to my homie Ant One, Beef One, Patriot One, and last but not least, uh, my homie Lotus for giving me a chance to become the monster I am today. Peace and blessings. One love, one love, one love, one love, one love, one love. One love.